Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dude, the Ringside Crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana here. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Brook. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. I'm a thing, Brendan Dicker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine Savage. You are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome another episode of the internationally known dudes at ringside podcast i'm host joe the panther the third and now introducing to the mic from the, the top of the metal mountain and stay happy heal himself the metal geek what's going on ringside crew what's going on internationally no what's going on everybody what's going on joe how's it going today good 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 so uh where's the candy mountain yeah, yeah, we're uh, right. we're going to Candy Mountain because let's go on another wait, leg. Wait, what? is it like is it like that Disney movie? I guess like that Disney movie, a Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. I mean, I throw my sugar rock at you, man. Sugar Rush. That's the that's the name of the mountain. Sugar Rush, right? That's where Joe goes when he when he, when he wants to go crazy. Just goes to goes to Candy Mountain and just mm-hmm. start eating everything like Homer Simpson on the episode. Um, because, oh, good puppy! Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's still good. 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 <laughs> oh, All right, ready to go? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go to the uh, this. We're going to the south for another tour of Women's Wrestling Month because let's 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 introduce a rising star from Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling and a bunch of promotions from. Texas and the South. Let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to Candy Crush. Hey guys, how's it going? How's it going today? Welcome, Candy. Good. So, if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Well, my name is Candy Crush, and I'm from San Antonio. Um, like you said, I come from Liberty Pro Wrestling, also Texas Wrestling Entertainment, and just a bunch of other wrestling promotions, and mostly Texas. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say Southern because I didn't want to say like the wrong part. You'd be like, Joe, what are you doing? Because <laughs> this is International Women's Wrestling Month, so you represent the Southern side of the country. So there you go. <laughs> So, um, like, before we start chatting, before I get started, also trained at the Texas Wrestling Academy, correct? Correct. Rudy Gonzalez. Now, how was that? Uh, it's what I live for. Um, I've been training there for about a year now, a little on and off because of injuries and, and whatnot, because um, I've just had some adversaries, too. Um, but... It's it's great. I've learned everything that I need to know there and work with some great people. And other than that, um I'm very, very happy. Yeah. 
and for the fans that don't know, Rudy Gonzalez trained a lot of the great talent from say like Brian Danielson, Brian Kendrick, Lance Cade, the Le- right. Lance Cade. I mean, and now you. So yeah. Yep. So, I'll get to that point. Yeah, definitely. It 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 it's it's as what would they say? It's it's a sprint. Not a what's the word again? It's a, it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's marathon. It's a it's marathon. a marathon, not a sprint. But you'll get there sooner or later. But yeah. we know you're you're you have a bright future in the wrestling world, and we know that. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and it it takes time. It's not like a walk in the park. It's it's a lot to take in as far as psychology and ring work and and making things makes sense and drawing people in to want to watch wrestling yeah totally you have to make it a believable thing like wrestling right now is not like it was in the 2000s and stuff like that when you started watching more or less when we hey what's going on in Mima mania like when we started watching they had silly characters like a mountie and a, and a cop Nowadays, it's a dead man. A dead man. Nowadays, it's sort of like a different, a different thing. Mm-hmm. Like back when you started watching, it was Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and stuff like that. So you have to make it a different era has a different believable fact. Mm-hmm. What you want them to believe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that you said that right. Um... I would say that a lot of people um, don't want to make it make sense and they kind of like rush things and everything, but um, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah, just just keeping it alive is what it's about. Yeah. What did you say your favorite match, what your favorite matches are? I want to say Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. Definitely something that, classic. Yeah, classic, exactly. I've watched it over and over. That match caught. Never gets old. It's funny, uh, Candy. Like that match right there caused me. Hey, what's going on, Vinny? Uh, that match pretty much caused me and Metal Geek to go like fight. Like fight. I mean, straight up. Stop fighting, boys. It's not worth it. Like, we were yelling at each other whole match. Because he was like, so, he was like, Kurt Angle's the best. And I was, a certain Shawn Michaels, the best wrestler. And I used to say, no, Kurt Angle's the best wrestler. And then me and Joe, and then I told, I was so happy when Kurt won. Joe was like, Joe, Joe couldn't realize how great of a match that was that he was just disappointed that Shawn lost. I was so disappointed. Wouldn't, if you're that fan of that guy that you've been fan of all your life, and then he loses, and you're like, "What? He's not supposed to lose." Is Shawn Michaels? He's the legendary, you know, heartbreak kid, and he just lost to a, an, an Olympian, a person that's not even really in wrestling. Now, I was why I was so mad. Like I couldn't handle it because I was mad, you know. But. I but I think <laughs> over t- I think over time you learn to to love that match because that match is an instant classic. You're like, I get it now, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, is there any is there any other places in the country that you want to wrestle? Have you thought of that, about that yet? Um, a bit, I, I have a long ways to go, but I eventually want to get to Japan. Japan. Oh, wow. that would be really cool. Yeah. And educational and mm-hmm. like like everything else, it's gonna be like a lot to take in, especially with like there being a language barrier and everything. But it's it's it would be fantastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like stardom is one place that that a lot of people would love to go to. Joshi Pro is another one that people love. You know, want to go to. So, but yeah. are you are you a fan of Joshi wrestling or? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you a fan of Joshi wrestling or? Uh, I'm not really familiar with that. So Joshi wrestling is kind of like the wrestlers. They dress like anime characters. Help me out, Joe, on this one, right? Yeah, yeah. They like they almost dress like anime characters. They have like the little dresses, and they have their hairs with bows and stuff like that with designs on there. Right? Am I am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have like these different designs. It's like they're different anime characters. We actually had a British wrestler that came on our podcast. She was a Joshi wrestler, which was awesome. I don't think I've ever seen it. She wore a gi. She wears a gi, and her character had a special dance and everything. It was like she dabbed, and then she did the triangle, and then she did this, and like it was just like <laughs> she, she did like the, the motions that like she the Joshi. Crowd right now, I remember. Pretty much remembered her whole dance. I just did the whole thing on the podcast just now. She would be like, "Good job, you remember, Joe." I, I was like, "It's like they even had like the crazy anime Japanese music." It's like, "Din din 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 I'm like, "It's like a car- like a Japanese anime cartoon." Yeah, you all you think is like anime cat doing like doing this as she's doing it in the corners. <laughs> So, so who are some of dream opponents you would love to face in the future that you have not faced yet? I want to say I definitely want to have a match with the Woad. She's been on the podcast. That woman is that woman is something else. She tells she's very talented. I've seen quite a few of her matches as well. Um maybe Ivelisse. Ivelisse, definitely. Those are the two that I can think of, of off the top of my head, like that I would actually like to work with in the future. Another one would be awesome is be Holly Dead would be another one if you would love to work with her. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that name. Holly Dead, Jeff? Yeah, I know Holly. Yeah, I Holly think Holly Dead. Holly Dead. Oh, yeah. I thought you said something else. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear her. Yeah. I could hear a colleague dead making the funniest promo. Like candy, wonder if your brains taste like candy. Because <laughs> <laughs> her promos are screaming. She just uh, she's scary. She's like a scary wrestler, right? <laughs> Is it, as another going back to when I was a kid. The, some of these wrestlers kind of like um, what's her name that just went went to Russia to wrestle. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, I can see her face. Oh, what's her name? Oh. All I can know is wrestlers back in the day when they would do like their wrestling, these days these people scream a lot. Like rawr, rawr, when, when they're flipping people around, it's like it's the emotion. I think some of them still do. I get I get like that myself. Like oh it's just I just fire up. That's what motivates you to keep going and and 
spite of all the pain and stuff, you just you just let it out, you know? Yeah. It just I, happens. I just think it's crazy because I'm like, only way, only time we ever heard people yelling in the 90s is when they did the interviews. They were like, ah! and I was like, why are you screaming at the camera? I'm a child. <laughs> I'm scared. Mom, why am I watching someone screaming at me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have any stories from the road or uh, the ring? Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I mean, being through a lot of different road trips, um, I haven't really driven too many of them, but riding along with some of the guys that I work with and, and girls, um, we've, <laughs> we've been through quite a bit of weather. Like last year, early last year, we had driven through a, the snowstorm, the big ice storm of Texas or whatever. It was supposed to be a five or six hour drive, and it ended up being like 15, 16 hours. Oh, and we saw trucks and stuff flipped, and and uh, we saw one one big semi hanging off of the overpass and stuff, and it was crazy. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, we went to Florida and drove through like this hurricane, like the... I don't know what you call it, but the effects of it, trees everywhere and power lines falling and stuff like that. Mm. It's like every every road trip, there's always something that happens. Always Jeez. something. Not good luck right there. Oh. Yeah. But it's it's eventful and it, and it gives you a lot of time to talk about things and like learn new things as well. Yeah. So I don't... Please, oh, sorry. Keep going, Candy. Oh, I was going to say, as far as the ring, uh, as uh, training goes, um, I had quite a bit of things happen to me when I first started. Like, uh, my first week of training, I had never um, played sports before or even exercised. I mean, I was, like, petite, like, really little and knew nothing about anything. And so when I started and I started doing all this stuff, I was all gung ho and I was like, yeah, I want to do this. And I kept going and going and I'd, I'd run past Rudy. And he's like, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I keep, I keep going and, and keep going and doing the drills. And about day four, I ended up in the ICU. Um, yeah. And I was in the hospital for a week because my legs blew up so much and um, I guess it was all dehydration and it was something that had attacked my kidneys and I almost had kidney failure. Oh, wow. But the doctors were telling me, you're crazy. If you if you keep going, you should find something else to do. And and I was just like, I no, I, I want to keep doing it. I, I don't care, like, in spite of all that, mm. in spite of the pain that I was in, because I, I thought I was going to die, but sure. and I could have, but I was just like, I got to keep going. So, so what would you say like, the biggest thing that that uh, you, Rudy uh, Gonzalez taught you was that you that you still remember this? Well, I'm still I'm still training with him, but I mean, the biggest thing to remember is repetition is key. Mm -hmm. I want to say like um, as far as the learning process goes, um, studying matches and. Um, keeping your eyes open, being intense, being ready, staying ready. 
Um, yeah, but I think that's the most important thing. Of course. It's, it's always good to be like, you have to have repetition in the ring. You can't do, you keep doing like in the video games. You can't do the same. You can't, can't keep doing exactly. the same five moves and expect to be the winner at the end of the match. You have to flip things around and try something new. And you you have to have reps too, as well. You know what I mean by reps? Like, you have to to keep going. It's like if you stop and then you say, "Okay, I'm gonna do this in like two a week or two, It's like then you lose like all your training that you've been training for. Exactly, and I've been to that point, like having personal issues. That you know, um, when you take those little increment breaks, it it like makes you feel like you're taking a step back and i i i hate that Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing is to just keep going no matter what and don't let anything stop you um and that goes for really anything that you want to do in life like just keep keep plowing along don't don't slow down exactly it's the same thing with podcasting as well it's like uh, like we took me and joe took that little break that little break for like was it two weeks show how long was it yeah I kept saying to him, I'm like, yo, it's like, are we going to remember how to do this when we come like, back? <laughs> when, when, when we we were supposed to be back, not the the date we came back, like, we were supposed to be back. We were supposed to actually be back on the, the 16th. And the geek's like, are you sure you don't want to start the ninth? And I'm like, well, you know, I thought maybe we'd, we would need a longer time off. You know, to get our mind back and have time to relax and time to flow. And he's like, let's start this. Let's start the ninth. We'll just you find can't, it. You can't relax too much. Because yeah. then it's just, you, get, you start getting comfortable and then you start getting lazy and not wanting to do anything and like with wrestling you got to hit the gym or you got to keep your cardio up or you you just have to stay in it you have to keep your head in the game otherwise you're just not gonna get anywhere yeah the same thing right there the same deal except we're not me and joe are not working out right we're working out. Oh, time that we are. We're working out our fingers, typing. Work, work, working out mouth muscles, talking. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm typing. I'm using my. See how strong my thumbs are. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> typing. It all takes that. a lot of promoting. So you're you're constantly doing this. You're gonna get carpal tunnel. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be like like this when I get old. My hands are gonna look like claws. <laughs> and not not only that, we actually have real jobs. Me and Joe. So it's like shh. Yes. Don't say, that. Right. Don't say that out loud. I, I'm, I'm fearing one because my job's hat is black too. I'm afraid I'm going to grab this hat and be walking around the store and my boss is going to be like, Chuck, you can't promote your show at, at work. What you do you can, mean? Shh, you can't promote your show at work. Just don't let them know. Your hat. Oh. I'll put it in the cover. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, so. Has has a kid ever come up to you, a boy or a girl ever come up to you and, and asked you and said to you, I want to become a professional wrestler? Kind of advice. No, uh, not yet, but I have had little kids come up to me and want to take a picture with me after after matches and stuff, and I think that's the sweetest thing. Um, I think I'm very 
very over with the kids. So that I, I do it for the kids. That's what it is. That's always good. That's always good to know. Like rest, there's some wrestlers that still feel that they were, you, what you guys are doing is for the kids and it's good for the kids to see that they could do things become wrestlers and I, pretty much for you that'd be you're accomplishing your dreams you're becoming a you're a professional wrestler and stuff like that and that's, that's all. and really like what made me want to start doing this is when i first started watching wrestling which is a few years ago so i haven't been watching wrestling super long um i saw the women's revolution and that just like that was mind-blowing to me and i was like i really want to be a part of that like i want to inspire other little girls to to want to do this like i i want to make an impact on on kids too all around the world you know what i mean yeah i was like that and the athleticism of it and the mentality you have to have to do it, it, it it's just all very inspiring so, so which match was it that I know, I know there was a lot of matches from the women's evolution that said a lot that made you want to become a wrestler? Yeah, I think it was just like a combination of a, a lot of different ones. I mean, but mostly when I was watching, uh, gosh, what was it? WrestleMania in 2017, mm-hmm. I, had, I had just been watching and how it told a story i was just like yeah this is like really interesting to me and i can't stop watching so i was watching it on a on a weekly basis and became more and more invested into it and i i just fell in love yeah for me it was bailey and sasha what about you joe out of the stuff nowadays i would have to say lita and trish on raw that match definitely, definitely. Wow. that was the main event like most guys that i know be like these girls are trying to take over our show and then you watch that match and then you go damn for when they had the first uh women's money in the bank that was really cool mm-hmm. i was like i want to be like the first part of something but i mean i know it's a little late for that now but i now i know that i can be a part of the women's revolution even like in the even being in the independent circuit like I, i'll get there yeah totally even even a lights out match joe between thunder rosa and Britt baker when yeah the, the girls using packs and uh steel chairs and tables it's like you have never seen anything like that before from from women's wrestling at all especially a mainstream wrestling something that'll make john moxley proud definitely even seeing pictures of that match they she even you think that like back in the day guys you would never ever see them promoting a picture of a woman bleeding out of the face like they did for that match never it's on a a t-shirt now like in the in the 90s late 2000s you would have never ever seen either lita or trish face dripping with blood ever yeah, yeah becky lynch though doing it well no that's yeah. nowadays geek that's yeah. nowadays yeah. if they would have had lita 
face covered in blood like they did for her, the FCC would be on Vince McMahon's doorstep saying, get that off the TV right now. Yeah. Exactly. And you have Trish, Miss Pretty Pretty, like the, the, the TNA, their spokesman model covered in blood. That wouldn't have flew. <laughs> no way. That's Trish Stratus. Do you think they're going to go for like an actual hardcore match in WWE? Maybe Charlotte and Becky one day? Maybe. Do you think that they'll, do, they'll go for Baker? Like a WrestleMania, it could be a WrestleMania type match, like you know, a Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match, you know? I maybe, but I don't know. I just the way that they're they're uh, promoting their wrestling to the children these days, I can't see them doing a bloody match with two women. I don't know. I mean, they did an AW. I was. We're talking about AW. We're talking about apples and oranges, and <laughs> a bowl of a bowl of oranges and a bowl of candy oranges. <laughs> like, yeah, you like that one, candy? <laughs> I knew you said it for a reason. I was like, throwing a candy corn in there. I see. Yeah, throw a candy corn in there. Candy corn oranges. No, she knew what the oranges. The ones that are like the gummy ones. Yes. <laughs> It's funny that I I, I, th I thought that because my dad has a little jar of them upstairs. And I was like, oranges, candy oranges. <laughs> I like this. I'm, a, I'm partial to the, uh, the uh, um, what do they call it? So, uh, the peaches, the peach rings. Those are my favorite. I love those. Those are my favorite. Do, do you have a favorite food, Candy Crush? Or, uh... A good steak, medium, <laughs> medium rare. Mm. Not not too ever done. That's the mod's favorite right there. She loves steak too. <laughs> would, would you maybe would you, with a baked potato? Oof. Yeah. You would have you, you and her could be friends. <laughs> you hey, we had steak, we had like the, the onions on it. Steak with the onions on it. And the mushrooms. Oof. And the sweet potato fries. Skylar, no. I shouldn't. I'm sorry. What did you say? We had like steak with the with the the cooked onions on it with the mushrooms. Yeah, or mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. that's good too. Sweet potato fries. Oh boy, it's good. Yeah. All right. Do you have any upcoming shows, Candy Crush? Or uh... on February 26th in Laredo at 7 p.m. Um, I posted a flyer on my. On my fan page. Is this on the, the candy kit? I, I might be this might be it. Hold on. Let's see if I can get I can grab it real quick. Uh. yeah, I posted it on the Insta. It's up there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on my computer there. Uh oh, Geekin. What you doing? There, there we go. It there it is. <laughs> There's the, is right, that the one. Right. That's the one? Exactly. Oh wow, that's cool to do for the kids. Kid, yeah, uh, half the proceeds go to Smiles from Heaven. Oh, so that, that's was like super awesome when I read that. Mm -hmm. That's even cooler. That's even cool that they're doing that. Are there any other upcoming shows or? Uh, not that I'm aware of yet, but um, anything that comes up will be posted on Candy Crush page on Facebook and Instagram. And where can they find that? Uh, Candy Crush. Gosh, I don't even know my own username, but it's, it's 
it's a page on Facebook, uh, spelled how it is on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a dot in there. Yeah, your is Instagram there? page is at the period candy crush on See, Instagram. That's, that's why I won't remember it because I've they force you to put those little punctuations in there. And I'm like, yeah, when I did mine, they made me put an underscore. And I was like, why do I want an underscore? I, I think uh, my Instagram is the dot candy dot crush. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of like dudes at ringside the same way. It's like they won't let me separate it. And everyone's like, Dick Geek, why is not separated? <laughs> and then I'm like, because they won't let me. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have anything else for Candy Crush Geekin? Mm -hmm. Good. All right. All right, Candy Crush. Uh I was gonna say I was gonna say you want to do a, a screenshot. Do you know how to do a screenshot on the screen on the on your friend's laptop? I have no idea. Oh right. <laughs> but this is Metal Geek. And Joe Panther the third and Candy Crush. And yeah. we will see you in the next one. Thank you guys. You're welcome.